Hello and welcome to episode 127, season 6, episode 15 of the Academically Ineligible podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. That was a good segue. I don't know if it's going to make it, but great. Kudos to Mike on the it segue. Was pretty really amazing. Was. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> well, I just kind of rolled now with it. I was ready to get going anyway. I, I, so. I kind of don't want it to make it into the podcast now, so people are just wondering, what was it? We'll never what know. Was it? What could it have been? Who knows? Who knows? Only I the mean, imagination like, will tell. I can't, have, <laughs> not, I can't have all those compliments. I mean, winning the first week playoff pickums and and, and, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm assuming I'm still leading in the actual pickums for some god awful reason all right so here's what we're going to do every you've heard all, all the people that are on here there's andrew mike and tom and we're just going to move on <laughs> so you've heard everybody's voices now so um, uh, yeah okay that was a much less slick uh transition but yeah. that's fine Way to go. well everybody just started hey, talking so i was going to introduce you can say but... it's my phone and i'll feel all right no we're good you're not allowed to talk until you're introduced uh, that's so right cool. shut the fuck up all right shut the fuck up andrew you're <laughs> out of your <laughs> element up Friday. All right, so let's start. Let's start out by talking about the polls. And actually, I didn't get oh, the God. the most meaningful one about, in here. Wait, we're gonna go through the polls. We're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about the huh? uh, AP, the coaches. Yep. Uh-huh. The FPI, the uh-huh. SP Plus, yep. the and college, the college football playoff, and then the assassin. I <laughs> I okay. thought we were gonna skip the college football playoff one because it's not on here. Let's just go. We'll just go to the poll assassin. If you just guys want to get, I mean, I the only poll that matters about that whole thing until literally now. We don't need to cover that. I'm sure other numerous podcasts who are not college football based have covered that. I mean, who would do an entire full podcast of just that story? Not us. We wouldn't do it. Not us. All right. Uh, so anyway, let's start out by um, Andrew. You want to read the uh, the top ten? Well, I, I do some research on the and do, get a screenshot for the playoff poll. I don't have it up. Someone no, I was saying it. do the do the AP that we have I in the when, outline. I poll. thought when the don't CFP came open. out, we were gonna, yeah, just we get to the stop. CFP. Go to the CFP. We're All not right. doing the AP and coaches. It's garbage. Oh, no one cares about anymore. Hey, then just do FPI then. Did someone right, forget the? Did someone forget the, to put that in? I'll do the FPI. FPI. We have Georgia, sure. Alabama. Wow, the FBI really got. Oh, hold on. They every time I open it, it re-ranks itself. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, FBI. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, wrong. Michigan, the Pittsburgh Panthers at six. Okay. <laughs> Can you take it? Seven. Oh, wait, wait. The Bearcats. Oh my God. Eight, four, four. Florida Gators. <laughs> uh continue down the fbi because the rest of the top 10 is a nightmare uh nine iowa state 10 clemson yep. 11 texas sorry michigan state at 15 i mean they only got to like what eight eight teams before they just basically chat all over us with four and four teams and five and three teams and oklahoma state's 19th oregon is 20th wake forest is 26th Oregon, your week one playoff uh, top 14. Holy shit. Okay. We've reached peak FPI stupidness. Right. Um, the gaps the gaps here, gaps are separated between Alabama and Ohio State, even though I'm pretty sure Ohio State was two, at one at one point I hear, two, and they had like a five-point gap, but apparently FPI is swinging the other way. Wasn't, wasn't that like um, last week? Yeah, that might probably, have been an SP. You can't switch anymore. 
I thought that was SP+. Uh, uh, Georgia currently has the highest uh, chance to win a national championship, which is 40.5%. Okay. There you go. I mean, is right. it, uh, not, 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 not to be me. I, like, like, I don't think it's factoring in the fact that uh, a team from the state of Georgia already just won a championship, and there's no way the universe will let two teams from the state of Georgia win a championship in the same the year. The curse so. has been lifted. I there's no such thing as curses or the universe or any any of those things. Things there's just no such happen. Thing in the universe. Things just happen. Yeah. Things there's just no happen. Such thing as the, did you just say there's no such thing as the universe? There's no such thing as like a. It, <laughs> do you actually think that there's a sports entity out there choosing yes. what happens? Yes. The flying spaghetti monster chooses yes. all. It, are are you acting like this because you've decided, yeah like, literally like two weeks ago you finally got off the the horse of not picking your team and you know it is it is because i am allowed to have these opinions Atlanta's, because Atlanta's won the, the world series and why can't i have these opinions you're because not you're not a georgia sports when they're facts when they're I facts know, i am opinions. i am like you know close to georgia and i feel like i have earned the right to make fun of them nope nope yeah. definitely not definitely not. i live i lived there for more than half my life can i make fun of them no let's go I, ahead yeah, and do the uh this is not fair Let's I've go and do the, the SP airport plus. like five times. Can I make fun of them? Everybody's been <laughs> through that airport like five times. I don't think I have. I think I've only been there once. I'm gonna be like three times. <sighs> a bunch Four. of times for me. Four. All right. SP plus rankings, and then we'll go back to the CFP. All right. So your top ten in the SP plus, we got Ohio State, um, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, <laughs> number four, <laughs> Florida, Wisconsin at number six. The uh, SEC completely old. falls apart once you get past three. This is already the old because Florida's four and three on this. Hold on, this way. Hold on. Anyway, let's oh just. Oh my god! Did somebody did somebody copy and paste the the thing in there? No. You're in charge of the outline. Oh. You don't answer this. I have too welcome, much to be in charge of. Welcome to how the you sausage is made. Outline. <laughs> hey, I got too much to do. You've missed. You've missed a week on. The, yeah. Somehow. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> After week yeah, eight. Oh, I was looking at. Oh, okay, that's why. All right, I, I'm just gonna hold on. It's I was gonna a, read from it, but you guys will want to point the left too. Somewhere. What? On the paper. What? I was gonna say those. Those look awfully like the uh, FPI rankings. So way to go! You've they look somehow. Worse. You somehow reproduce shit into another uh, pile of shit. We've done it. So it's slightly better this week, um, and you're you're about to see because I'm going to copy and paste this in here. Slightly, it's slightly better. All right, uh, Andrew, can you can you check in with the SP Plus for this week? I wh what? Hey, All right, I'll do it. Different. Okay, yeah, do it. Okay, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. We no longer have Florida at number five. We have Michigan, mm -hmm. seven and one. We got Wisconsin still though at number six. We have Texas A and M, and then we have um, Oklahoma, Florida at number nine at four and four, and then we have number ten Cincinnati uh, at eight. No, that uh, Oklahoma's that... eight in this too. Yeah, indeed. That um. Four field goal game for Ohio State's kicker propelled their special teams into number one this week. <laughs> yeah, look at you guys, and we missed one, so we're we're at thirty three in special teams. Still perfect on the year. 
Our guy's not. I think he's 10 out of 14 or something like that. I think that was the stat they said during the game. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Let's go ahead and uh, reserve most of our ire for this next one. So let's talk about the CFP ranking came out uh, yesterday. And we'll go ahead and talk about those. So we got, uh, I guess, no surprise with number one, Georgia. And then it, from here is when it just all went to shit. <laughs> so we've got Alabama at number two, uh, your first 7-1 team. Then you got Michigan 8-0. Uh, you got Oregon uh, rounding out your, if the playoff happened today, would be your fourth playoff team in their 7-1. Then you got the team that they beat, Ohio State, at 7-1 in number five. Number six, you got Cincinnati, 8-0. Then you got Michigan, uh, Oklahoma, Wake Forest, and Notre Dame. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> Calder. Yep. Uh, top 10 that bad? I don't know. I, well, have, I, I, I mean, I top 10 that's not there. And who would you take out of the top 10 that's there? There's no, I, I think the top 10 is directionally correct. I think the rankings are, uh, there's some shuffling that needs to be done. I have two major qualms with the top six. Okay. Yeah, uh, whatever they could be. Could it possibly I, have to do with the two Ohio teams in the top six? I mean, I don't like Cincinnati, but maybe. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. So one is, I don't understand what Alabama's done to be two. In, in the committee's eyes. They have two wins over Power 5 teams with winning records. They had a loss to a team that was starting like a seventh-string quarterback. At some point, wins and losses have to matter. And Cincinnati at six is insane. Cincinnati beat who the committee thinks is a top-10 team in Notre Dame, which is the second-best win of any okay. team on this outside of Oregon. So I don't know what Cincinnati can do because they obviously their schedule doesn't let them do anything from here on out. But they scheduled a top ten team and they scheduled a a mid tier who everyone thought was going to be a top twenty five team in Indiana this year okay. and won both those games and won both those games convincingly. Fourteen points over Indiana is not convincing, for the record. I, I think it was convincing early in the season <laughs> before we knew Indiana, Indiana was. Indiana well, is now that back. we know that it's not convincing. Well, I'm still Indi- saying that Indiana is a middling team, and like they're, they're not they they're below middling. No, they're a middling Big Ten team. No, no, they they are absolutely garbage. That is so not let, true at all. So let, let's look at uh, who, who else they have played, and I think that this is the issue. Also, um, if you think that there's any way that Cincinnati's going to get into the playoff, then I I think that they're showing you right now that that's not going to happen. So this is who they've also beaten. They barely beat Navy. Uh, they beat them twenty-seven to twenty. And that same Navy team right now, I believe, is two and yeah, they're two and six. So they barely beat Navy, twenty-seven to twenty. Um, uh, I mean, who else have they beaten? They beat Miami, Ohio, cool. Murray okay, State, he, cool. They beat they're, Indiana, they're, yes. They're okay. They 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 beat UCF. They beat you know. Okay, cool. They're they're they, not, they can only, they can only play who's in the American, right? They're, that's where they're stuck with, unfortunately. And they went outside yeah. the American and scheduled two really good teams or two really solid teams. Uh, they I don't scheduled... want to say Indiana is really good. They scheduled one really solid team in Indiana, and they scheduled a really good team in Notre Dame and won both those games. I think really solid I is think... doing a lot of heavy lifting there. I would say a mid-tier P5 team, like maybe okay. around 60 in the country. Okay, in, okay but guess... even if even – if, like... Um, the, I, you know, I talked about this in the discord earlier, you know, like put any other team in front of them and give them their schedule, Cincinnati's schedule and 
would it look? I mean, they would, yeah, they probably, well, they'd be also, also probably be undefeated, and they probably would have beaten all those teams by probably double the amount that Cincinnati beat them. Also, let's let's revisit that. IU is uh, two and six right now, so Indiana is two and six. So, but but here's I I I agree that their their wins outside of those two wins are not. They have some really good wins. They have some close. Their wins. win outside of Notre Dame. I, I like, think that the, <laughs> I think that the the problem and the problem we've consistently had with the college football playoff is the rules change from week to week sure. that you Cincinnati did what the, you know, they thought they had to do to make the playoffs. And unfortunately, India is not as good as we thought they were going to be this year. But if we're just, I don't know why we continue the charade and the committee continues the charade of that. A G five team has a chance. If they don't, let's not even rank them because obviously anyone, the American, anyone in any conference that's not a power five conference has no chance to make the playoff. So oh, yeah. and that's fine. That's fine. Then they, we can make our own. But I, I, we just need to stop the charade, right? That's we, we my don't point. Just, to get would you that. still have to rank them so they have a chance at a New Year's Six Bowl? I don't know how the that works, but don't you need that to be ranked for I an think so. bid? Uh, I think so. And that and that's the thing here. Like, they're uh, the committee is is just not going to let a G five team into the playoffs when it's a fourteen playoff. Uh, once it expands to eight or to twelve, um, probably. I mean that that's their best chance. They they're not going to get in when it's four teams. It's going to be four P it's going to sure. be four and P5 uh, teams every year. And, they're they're going to find a reason. And so they just need to say it. That, I think that's the biggest problem is they don't just say those things, right? They talk to they talk to Gary Barda after the thing came out. And I mean at this point arguing about college football play, playoff rankings is silly. But the fact that every week we come here and we say, "Hey, they talked to Gary Barda or they talked to the chair was and Right, what Gary Barta said about Cincinnati. We have a ton of respect for Cincinnati. Obviously, you don't. And why not just say they? I wish they would say what everyone else is saying, what everyone's thinking. Right, the rest of their schedule is not good. That we're never going to let a G five team in from the American. He, the he did. Not good he enough. did basically say that. He said, "Who else have they beaten?" But they know. But they just need to say we're never going to put a G five team in because they're not. They're never going to do it. They're not. So yeah, just I say mean, it. And put this them out is... and let's say it. So my, my contention is that this is nothing new. We we've had Bo- Boise State ha- was a, a good G five uh, in you know fifteen twenty years ago. Uh, we also had uh, BYU. We had uh, TCU before they joined the Big Twelve. Yeah, but um, that was before the playoff. I'm just saying that it's it's nothing new for these teams to go undefeated and to be left out. Because I, they're I, not playing, because they're playing sure. subpar competition, and, and they're I, I they're agree going with all that, But I, I think that the I don't want to harp on this too because it's been on a long time. But right, sure. I think that it, and every single week we we come here and say, you know, they need to be there needs to be more transparency. And here we are again. There needs to be more transparency. What are the rules? Why is Alabama? Why is Alabama two over uh, Oregon? Who both you know, Oregon has a really good win. Uh, and you, has you know why they great. are. It's because it's because Alabama's been in there so many times. They've they've proven that that they can get shit done in the playoffs. That they, they want right, compelling it, things in the playoffs. They, they, they I don't even care. I don't even need transparency. I don't need them to tell me anything. I just want to, I just want to feel like okay, the four best teams got into the playoffs, and that's all I care about. Yeah, but some some years, right? It's most deserving. Some years, it's it's mo- it's best teams. And so, right, if we had a rubric or something, we have nothing. At least with the BCS, we had here's the rules that are set place. Here's the formula. Here's how we do it. Now we're just like, I don't know. Well, this guy just comes out and just talks to us, and we just like accept what he's saying. The one downside to the BCS was that it didn't take margin of victory into account either. So, it did. It did. But then they teams would run up the score, so they, was, they took it out. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. It, 
yeah, as it is, it doesn't take uh, margin of victory into account. Any, anyway, um, I, I do agree. If, to... I can, if I can put in my little two cents, since it's been just y'all three, uh, as usual, the playoff, especially the week one, they never are really forward thinking. This nothing of this is going to you know even remotely look the same when you consider that. Well, yeah, I mean, this is just for ratings. Just see if people play each other. See if people have something to talk about. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, those three teams play each other. You got Georgia and Alabama, you know, will play each other. Uh, I do not believe that some people think that if Alabama loses to Georgia, they could still sneak their way in. They won't. Uh, if it's close, like if it's in overtime or something, I mean, I I gotta find find me a two loss team that get in. We, I, I find I, it. I mean, less, I get what you're saying, yeah. but it doesn't matter. I don't think. I mean, a, a two-loss Alabama team could get in if, like, everyone they would need everyone up help. to like tenth is yeah, also they, like two losses. Yeah, they they would need help, and it would have to be a close game. If Georgia loses, uh, they could still conceivably I mean, get in. To me, to me, teams that are probably actually in good position, if not really looking at schedules, is Oklahoma. If they are proven to be a little bit better with this new quarterback, if they can go undefeated, they're going to probably get in. There's no the way crazy. they're going to leave undefeated Oklahoma out. Yeah, exactly. Undefeated Oklahoma, big Oklahoma The crazy Oklahoma's one in. to me, I don't know what's going to happen. It, it could be the same situation as Cincinnati, is Wake Forest. I, it, I, Wake Forest still has to play Clemson. Right? I don't think Wake Forest is going to go undefeated, but yeah, I guess we'll see. True. I think Wake Forest drops too, but it would be interesting yeah. to see what a non-Clemson ACC team does in the playoff rankings. No, if they're undefeated, I, if they're undefeated, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's going to look like Sparty did in the playoffs a few years ago, I think. But no, I, mean, I think he just means whether they let them in. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. No. Okay. No. I I know what they look like in the playoff, but I'm curious okay. How okay. how does the committee look at a non? Right, we look at Clemson because Clemson recruits really well. They got players. Sure, and I mean, Wake is fun to watch. You also remember what didn't didn't Notre Dame get into the playoffs as an ACC team? Pseudo ACC, right? I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. They were part of the ACC last year, technically. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, now you got a third-ish ACC team potentially. Why would they not get in? And I know oh. why they might not get in because they aren't. <laughs> and well, they're they're this they is have, the first time they they've have, ever been in the fun. top 10 ever. They have a student body of like 5,000 people. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're Which means their alumni base is probably like 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really small. But I mean, like, look, like Michigan. Now recording. Oh, <laughs> Andy. No. No. He's got Just backup, he said. Talk. Just talk. Okay. Uh, I think in like, you know, those big 10 teams, uh, you got those two with one loss. At some point, these teams are going to have two losses because either Michigan or Ohio State is going to have a second loss, guaranteed. One of them. And it, really, Michigan State could end up with two losses. I mean, why does the three big 10 teams finish with two losses? Then None of them doesn't in. get in. Yeah. There's a lot of chaos that could happen. I think these these think these rankings are. I, I think end day right. We all agree that there just needs to be like, what are the rules? Let's set the rules down. Here's the rubric. Here's how we decide. I mean, yeah. the problem is it's a it's a committee that changes. Therefore, 
the methodology on a human committee that's not always the same is is going to change. So, so what I'm saying is let the S&P Plus decide the playoffs. Right now, <laughs> end the season. Everyone top uh, four in the S&P Plus gets in. I, hey, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, at least we would know how, kind of how it works. <laughs> Somewhat. All right. Anyway, let, let's let's move on. We'll, we'll have plenty more opportunities to yell about the CFP poll uh, coming up. So let's talk about some news that happened this week. So uh, Gary Patterson is no longer with TCU. They gave him the hook and are looking for someone. Possibly Sunny Dykes. Where will Gary Patterson be an analyst next year? Uh, I don't know. It'll be on Big Nude Saturday for a season. <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean, I mean, like uh, on a on a staff. Like, on is he going to go to Alabama? Yeah, not as a coach, as a mm. I don't know how much of a connection he has to Saban. Besides, that they're both defensive guys. Does he feel like putting in that kind of work right now? I I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe he's sixty years old. That man's probably done. That's what I was going to say. Like, does he want to put in those kind of hours to be an analyst at this point? I don't know. Oh. But- TCU to Gary Passenger, that man built that program, was yeah. there for over 20 years. Let him finish, like, say, hey, like, he's not returned at the end of the season. They you know, should let him finish out. Even, even, even Coach Joe got to finish. Yeah, even Coach yeah, Joe yeah. got to finish the season. I don't, I don't understand. Like, like which without... Is, which has been the worst idea ever. I mean, without Gary Patterson, TCU would not be in, uh, in, in the Big 12, period. He, Pat Patterson is, like, TCU's Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he is the only proof that they have had a successful team. Yeah. I think the well, you know, they've had this year. I have I have like paid no attention to there's three and five. Didn't uh, Francis Young actually start okay. at TCU? Better than Indiana, who uh, Andrew was trying to prop up Cincinnati's record with two and six. Damn. I I say it, but I don't know if anyone actually has an answer. I what? I forgot. I think I, I think Dennis Franchione actually was at TCU. So. Uh, possibly. I think he had. There was a good running back out of there. Um, was it Peterson? Adrian Peterson? Or he came from Oklahoma. Um. You know, yeah. Anyway, he was uh, Georgia Southern. He history. Wasn't he Georgia Maybe. Southern, and then he was Oklahoma? Was Adrian Peterson. Hey, he was probably another running back. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Damian Thomason. Sure. That he works. Was all right, let's talk about some other things that happened in news. We we uh and this is a quick thing. Uh, so Dan Mullen said some shit the other day uh, on uh, on Monday. Uh, he he talked about uh, after getting blown out by Georgia, which we'll get to the score here in a little bit. He said that um they were asking about recruiting, and he said that uh huh. That Do the full quote was, though. I I for, I don't have the full quote up. He said something about how they would. The gist of it was they would talk about recruiting after the season was over, um, how it was spun at the time and how a lot of people took it was that he wasn't going to recruit until after the season was over. Um, but He came back today and said on the one media thing he's doing all week, uh, that that's a mischaracterization of what he's actually it, said. So it, was. It, it gave everyone. I mean, all, I feel like of, everyone knew that he was what he meant by that. Right. Everyone was very, everyone was being very disingenuous with that whole conversation. Okay. So there, there's that. There's also that he is two and seven in his last P five games. So two out of nine. Yeah. He's, he's Indiana. He's essentially Indiana right now. So maybe he should. Oh, you talk guys almost recruiting. lost to Indiana. Holy shit. 
<laughs> maybe he should talk about recruiting somewhere now. Maybe that would do him good. And then you have all these articles coming out from the athletic with these uh, anonymous SEC uh, coaches talking about how they're like, yeah, we're, we're going up against Dan Mullen and he doesn't, he doesn't know shit about recruiting. He doesn't care. He doesn't get it. Like um, uh, everybody's talking shit about him right now in the media and, uh, and behind the scenes. So if only he had done what he should have done uh, with his defensive coordinator. Actually, his defensive well, – we'll get to that here in, a little, here in a little bit. His defensive coordinator wasn't the reason why they lost the other day. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, let, let's talk about uh, the next thing, which was a, uh, which was a monkey. It uh, was actually in the news. So, um, and this is a story that I don't think that anyone would get unless you're very online – um, like if you tried to explain this to your significant other, if you have one, unless they're very on Twitter and into college football, they're not going to understand it or think it's funny or get it at all. This but, is almost exactly what someone else said on some other place. That's true. That's true. So this, uh, so what happened was there, uh, there was a, a coach by the name of Jeff Banks who coached at Alabama previously is now at, he followed Sark over he was to also Texas. Te- he, was also, he started at Texas A&M. Sure. He started at Texas A&M. He went to Alabama and then he is now at Texas with Sark. He um, apparently went through a divorce and ended up marrying a, either a former or current uh, stripper uh, by the name of pole assassin. And uh, she had a, a monkey in her act, and this was apparently on the Jerry Springer show as well at some point. So you could look that up. If I don't know you if were the so monkey inclined. was, but, but she was. I don't know about the monkey. She was definitely on there. Jerry displayed Springer some am- a monkey on the show. She displayed some amazing core strength. I, I will give her that. You know, yes. she's very strong, <laughs> very strong. And so anyway, so um, this said monkey uh, apparently uh, bit a kid during trick or treat. Um, activities that came by their house. And uh, so as the night went on, this came out (laughs) from a Texas A&M message board uh, that this thing went down and that this monkey apparently uh, allegedly almost took off this kid's uh, finger. And uh, she decides to just go on Twitter and just start going against it and like, does a video tour of her backyard leading back to the cage where she's written in like this handmade sign, like emotional support animal for her monkey. You know what? No one, <laughs> no one's commenting on the fact that this cage giant cage for, for the monkey appears to have like a smaller cage inside of it. That has like it's a cage within a cage. Yeah. This little cage has like multiple little, little like, Chitsus or, or little poodle dogs, tiny dogs. Does the monkey have its own like emotionally supportive kennel or? or yeah, maybe uh, the monkey has pets. <laughs> it's it's, it's probably it's like the cheetahs at the zoo. There, it's uh, emotional support animals. That's they right. Put yeah. dogs, they put dogs with cheetahs. Emotionally inception animals. Yeah, they they usually put labs with cheetahs, don't they? Because they're just chill. Yeah. Because cheetahs don't understand how to live in packs, so the dogs teach them. They calm wow, them down. Really? Yeah, at the zoo here, they have two labs live with the cheetahs, <laughs> or at least hang out with them a lot. I don't. I don't. Oh, know they live cheetahs. with them. cheetahs. Cheetahs don't eat them. No, they're no. cool. They're best friends. They play with each other. It's fun to watch. Like, how it, do you introduce them to like an crazy. animal that eats? Would probably eat them in the wild. When probably when they're, they're they're their pack. 
I think what, they grew up with them. What animal would actually eat a Labrador? I mean, Labrador's I mean, a universal. Any, any big cat would probably eat a Labrador. Here's what wild. I'm hoping comes In the wild, this, yeah. That this whole pole assassin monkey case starts getting people digging around, and we go back and somehow find dirty shit in Alabama, and this is the downfall of saving Alabama. It all started with this monkey biting a kid, and it is the biggest butterfly effect of all time. Jeff I mean, Banks, it, bitch. I, mean, I don't think anything. Possible, I don't think anything can bring down he Alabama. Actually, he actually got divorced while he was at Texas A&M, and this, the his girlfriend is also from Texas. So now it didn't start at Alabama, but it did actually all of it like existed at Alabama, and it never came out he, until he left. He was letting recruits pet the monkey, which is impermissible benefit. Alabama has a ten-year show cause penalty and is banned from the playoffs forever. Now. As he would be a current I'm, coach at the team that I don't think counts as impermissible benefits because they have easier proof with like Saban taking like players and recruits like to like his his lake house and and doing the whole boat thing and tubing and all that you know so okay. I mean, that could be impermissible benefits if if, if petting a monkey. I don't think that we really have much to much to look at here, other than a uh, other than a middle aged white dude leaving his wife and kids for for a stripper, uh, which is his own personal business of of which I think is is uh, okay. I'm gonna let my personal uh, yeah feelings go on go. that. I uh, it's like <laughs> warning lights are going off. It seems like a volatile situation. <laughs> Seems maybe like a volatile she was mean, situation. Maybe she was mean to him. Maybe, uh, but this uh, situation probably doesn't not have much to do with Jeff Banks and has more to do with his girlfriend slash wife. I don't know if they're actually married. But regardless, yeah, with his with his partner, uh, so to speak, and her uh, monkey. But uh, <laughs> we'll see what yeah, happens with this monkey. The story is adjacent to football. It's like it's running beside it, but it's not really. It's very uh, Jerry Springer, actually, which she was on before. So, yeah. 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 It's very Jerry Springer. Yeah. Sometimes there was a crossover. Anyway, let's talk about last week's games. We, we took forever to get through that, but at least we talked about the, the monkey that had the internet uh, amused for uh, 24 hours. It was happening in the middle of the way. It was happening like in the middle of both like good stuff, like in baseball and, and not great stuff, like <clears> a couple of NFL things. It was actually before baseball. I think it was on an off night, wasn't it? It was so we it's didn't like have the World Series. It was, it was Monday. It was Monday. Night. Monday. Yeah. Anyway, we had Monday night football. Um, so last week's games, we had uh, last Thursday. We'll get through these quickly. South Florida, East Carolina was favored by ten. They won twenty nine fourteen. So good job, Vegas. Also, we had Troy at Coastal Carolina, favored by seventeen and a half. They won thirty five twenty eight. So. One, but no cover there. Uh, Friday, we had a shitty game, so nothing to talk about there. Uh, Saturday, we had Cincinnati favored by 24.5 at Tulane, and they won 31-12, to so no cover, but they did win there. Um, it must have been the week before that Cincinnati was close to somebody. Cause... Yeah, Navy was last week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was uh, yeah two and six Navy. They won 27-20. to 20 over them um yeah and then also on saturday we had miami at pittsburgh pittsburgh was favored by nine and a half and uh lost lost to miami 38 to 34 i was actually going to ask uh miami or indiana which is a better team 
I think uh, Miami with their new QB uh, probably is like decent because I, I think Miami's got four four wins. It's more than two. I mean, if we just go strictly by numbers, sure. Yeah, on face value, I would say Miami. Uh, I haven't really looked a bunch into either team, but I think Indiana is right. not a good football team, so I don't. I don't and, know. And, so remember, that's one of the two good teams that like. Plays. I feel. Oof. Like De'Aaron King, I mean, it's awful to say, but De'Aaron King getting injured probably was kind of a little blessing because I feel yeah. like the guy behind him is actually good. Who, who's so, the, what's the new guy's name? I haven't watched Miami uh, since like early in the year. Van Dyke or something, right? Okay. Isn't this a weird that's name? I can't right. remember. Yes, I feel like that's right. I haven't watched Miami since they went down the shitter, so I, I, I don't know. But you're a resident ACC expert, I figured you would know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Texas was at Baylor, who was favored by three, and they won thirty-one to twenty-four. So, no, good job, Baylor. Baylor I, I think Texas had like a ten-point win lead. We we might be seeing a situation where uh, Dave Aranda is their coach now, right at Baylor? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We might be seeing LSU call uh, Dave Aranda back up. So keep there's just definitely keep a, an eye on that. Uh, it's a possibility. A large, there's definitely a large segment of that fan base that would just want Aranda back. He seems like a solid coach. Uh, I don't have any issues with him. Clearly, I have issues with Baylor historically, but I will um, try to remove that from my thinking and say that Dave Aranda is doing a pretty good job at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, he had no connection to the previous Exactly. Baylor. I mean, I can't hold what Art Bryles did against Dave Aranda. I don't think that's his fault, and that would be kind of unfair to him. Aranda seems fine. I think Aranda, did Aranda like start off at Wisconsin? I thought he was like a... For some reason, I was thinking he came through, came up at like Utah uh, originally, but he might, I think he was at Wisconsin. Uh, he before. was Wisconsin's defensive coordinator, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, maybe it's not his first head coaching gig, but he's been a coordinator for quite a while. At- Baylor's his first head coaching gig. Yeah. So it, it, it is. Um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, I was trying to look through what he did before and. Uh, Wikipedia is it's taken me a while to get through there. Um, yeah, he was at uh, he was Wisconsin. And, oh, is Utah State? He was at Utah State. That's where I thought, you, it was, yeah. I thought it was Utah, but it was Utah State. Uh, right, never mind. I mean, I was close. The same. They're the same, right? I mean, oh, they about. they would probably fight us over that. But as far as yeah. I know, we don't have any listeners in Utah. If we do, uh, if if we do have any listeners in Utah, uh, send us an email to podcast at academically I would love to get some stuff from High West Distillery <laughs> out there. Because that is hard to get out here to get their limited stuff. Anyway, send us an email. Um, you know what you want to get to. Go ahead That's and right. do it. All right. Anyway, uh, next game. We got Florida at, uh, or sorry, not at, but Florida versus Georgia. It's fair by 14. Uh, never, the final score. Never get to play it. Never, Georgia never gets to play at the Swamp. Never, never, never. Yeah, there, there's some ideas. Anyway, of uh, of changing that up. The final score is 34 to seven. Um, there are some ideas right now, and uh, one that I would be okay with is doing a home home and then uh, two years uh, in Jacksonville, but alternate. So basically, do like a home home at Georgia and then Jacksonville and then home Florida and then Jacksonville. So that way you play everywhere. But we'll see if any of that ever actually happens. Uh, the fact remains that each school is making too much money from uh, from the game every year. Um, it's not really financially <laughs> like there's no reason they they would give up as much money as they're getting out of this currently to actually do that. Even though you're giving up a, a recruiting day, essentially in a whole recruiting game every year, 
But, I mean, I think we're doing okay on recruiting. That's probably hurting Florida a lot more right now. Anyway, let's talk about the game. Uh, so, the... Uh, the, I actually went and watched it at a, the local Georgia bar and took one of my friends that's a Florida fan. And, uh, that was, they, they were a good sport about it. I said that I brought them so that we could have something to point and laugh at. And that's kind of how it went. Um, we, we weren't that mean. I know, I, I know, about, yeah. a, I know about a, a one, one or two minute time period. That was real fun. Yeah, so if you got up to uh if you got up to go to the bathroom or to get a drink or something like right before the bar or right, right before the bar, right, right before halftime because you thought it was uh it was safe to get up and, and kind of get a, a jump start on the <laughs> on the bathrooms like, like say if you were in the stadium and you were like, "Yeah, I'm just going to run to the bathroom real quick." Like this is basically it, halftime. Beat the line. Sure. Beat beat the line to the vending uh the you know, exactly. Like, like you don't want to wait for 20 minutes and then miss the, the start of the next half. Um, it, things probably changed quite a bit. So yeah, it was you three, missed the entire game. Really, It was three, nothing um, with um, I think the total amount of time left on it was uh, it was under two minutes. Yeah. And so the uh, there was a <laughs> Florida had a fumble and then uh, Georgia ran it in on the next play for a touchdown. So you're at uh, 10, 10 nothing at that point. Uh, then there was an inter- uh, Anthony Richardson threw an interception, and that was on a tipped ball from Trayvon Walker, who's a 280-pound defensive end. Was uh, he, But he's so athletic, he was somehow out on coverage, I think on a tight end or something, and he tipped the ball, and Nolan Smith catches it. Next play is thrown in for a touchdown on a 36-yard pass. And then the next play that uh, Florida has actually – that seven plays. Well, they had a couple plays. Yeah, that, that seven plays. Nicobe Dean gets a uh, gets a pick six. Our linebacker um, is probably kind of a Roquan Smith uh, replacement at this point. Uh, anyway, kid runs it back for a. Um, he jumps the route. Linebacker jumps the route. Runs it in for a touchdown. So That's in the span of three. two minutes, it goes from three nothing. Sorry, three, three nothing to twenty four to nothing, and then it's halltime. That's and, the, that's the entire game. It was inside of. Two, two minutes essentially that the the game was decided there um there was uh aside from that there was uh i mean anthony richardson has more promise than emory jones but i mean you're putting a fresh a true freshman in there to deal with that defense that's just kind of not a great situation probably not great for his confidence but um i mean you can say he has more upside but i believe at least looking at because I actually did not watch the second half. Just looking at it, it's like Emory at least like was more cohesive for the offense. Well, he did less stupid plays. He just doesn't have as much upside, like I was saying. Yeah. So he he didn't do the well, freshman mistakes. If, if, if he doesn't from... have stupid plays, that's 21 points I can see that maybe Georgia doesn't get. Possibly. And, and you're talking like that 34 becomes what? Like... Possibly they huh? probably also don't get the garbage time touchdown that they got with uh, with him, but um, anyway, the, the score ended at thirty four to seven. Well, it would be garbage time because I think it was thirty four minus twenty one is it's thirteen nothing. Yeah, it'd be like thirteen nothing. So thirteen seven. You. T- I mean, extrapolating this way is weird. Uh, we can it say is. that 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 is a hundred percent though. That that two minute meltdown is the reason that Florida lost that game. Outside of it's that, also, you know, they had they had an outside chance. 
it's also yeah. why coaches these days put so much uh, emphasis on the last four minutes of the half and the first four it, minutes of the next half. That's that's since the beginning of the game. I mean, yes, it, because it's the it most is, important it part is of a the good game. chance to double your possessions and double points. Exactly, and so Mullen got it, for whether it was Richardson's fault. You know, I mean, Mullen wasn't out there telling him to fumble the ball or throw an interception or whatnot, but um, was it? I mean, maybe he was. Yeah, I, sure. I'd, I'd have to go back and watch. I, I, sure. I have to take it your word that like one or one of those was tips. I mean, tips becomes like a fluke or a luck. It's like a you know you're you're at the whims of the god if you want to say. But yeah, um, I think one of those interceptions was just bad. Like, did he not keep it up and? Rainbow no, it. I think that the uh, the the one where the linebacker jumped throughout was more because they it, it was just a, a good play by the linebacker. I think he recognized yeah. the play from earlier in the game, so he saw the route coming yep. again and he just jumped throughout. I mean, that, I, I that was the one. He, that was the one he ran back for the touchdown, right? Yeah, and then Richardson yeah. had a chance to knock him out at like the one, but it wasn't really really worth it. Um. Also, I, I don't Tom, think Anthony Tom Richardson. Would, Tom Tom Brady wouldn't have tried. Tom Brady would have just been standing back at the I'd huddle watch. and just watching it. Yeah. Like, Tom Tom Brady realized he's a forty five year old man. It's like that's I'm fair. good. He I mean, knows what he, he he knows he's not gonna contribute anything if he runs over there. <laughs> he's gonna get his ass hurt. Um Yeah, it, he's like, I'm fine here. <laughs> I'm fine here. This play's done. These are like, these Yeah, are, what are you gonna do? Is there NFL guys half my age? Uh, I'm not gonna do anything other than get hurt. Uh, anyway, that that's pretty much that game. Texas Tech was at Oklahoma. It's favored by twenty, and they won fifty-two to twenty-one. So Caleb Williams Heisman campaign is on. That's right. Six after three games, three games Heisman campaign. Uh, I found this interesting. I while looking up this game, uh, I realized that o- Oklahoma put Spencer Rattler in at garbage time at the end of the game. <laughs> he did go five for five, sixty-seven yards and one touchdown in the drive they put him in. He's uh he's auditioning for the transfer. Yeah, they, yeah, he's trying to put some good film out there. He's so going to do well he's, for he's Denmark so and Florida not, next year. At least he's so not, you know, beside himself that he's still at least played. Yeah, so. I can't wait to see him him uh, starting for Dan Mullen next year after after Anthony Richardson oh. transfers away. All right. Um Ole Miss was at if, I'm trying to think if Rattler at Florida is like a net positive or not. I've never been. I've never been very enthused with what I've seen of him. Tell me that he and Felipe Franks are not the same person. Exactly. Like it's the same. It's the same person. It's it's the Spider Man meme. They're 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 the same person. They're highly touted quarterbacks coming out of of high school. That I'm not sure that they're actually going to do anything. I don't see it. Well, you're you're like okay, I see some raw talent here, but it's somehow not coming together on the field. I mean that that offense is very quarterback friendly. I mean, Jalen Hurts got to go to the Heisman yeah. uh, Trophy ceremony in that offense. So, yeah. oh, I thought you I thought you were talking about it's Dan about Mullen. Oakland. I was like, I, I was no. like, Nick, I was like, I was like, Nick uh, Fitzgerald was the uh, was the no, two star. I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, Lincoln Riley's uh, system. Okay, yeah, be, like if you can't look good in that system. Uh, you know, I have some concerns. Yeah, so that's fair. You, do, you always wonder, like, he's not, uh, Riley's not really doing it very well with quarterbacks that he, like, brought in himself. He, all the ones that work are, like, transfers. 
Well, considering this, this is the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah, I was good. <laughs> this is the first one, and so far, and the, back, uh, and the back one looks. The other yeah. one looks okay. Caleb looks okay. Yeah, he's he's hitting one for two. Fifty percent ain't bad. Let's let's yeah. let's say he's looking okay so far. But let's not jinx it's, the kid. It's a, it's, yeah, it's really early for him. I mean, so but, far so but, good. But bravo to him for having the balls to bench Spencer Rattler and yeah. stick with it. Well, you know what? No. Uh, Spencer Rattler looked really good last year. So maybe let, not let's. A lot, uh, let's, uh, not let's a lot of coaches would do that. I, no. I mean, I, I know one at Georgia that went to. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. <laughs> Almost was at Auburn, and they were favored by two and a half. They won thirty-one oh. to twenty. Lane, wow. Lane, Lane, Lane. Maybe you need to stop going for fourth downs. Man, no, this was the like Andy is indicated with his uh, analytics uh, theories. The, 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 the analytics guru back there making the hell yeah, Andy, Andy who loves play. analytics except for going for fourth down analytics. Yeah. That's where that's where Andy draws the line, and this is like mm. his game. Mm. there's mm. analytics and then there's there's hey, common sense there's common sense he lane kiffin does not have common sense i mean there's two field goals easy <laughs> uh ask michigan about field goals easy or mike is an alabama fan he should already know <laughs> yeah but <laughs> these fair. are these are like field goals from like the 12 yard line yeah they are it's not like yeah. <laughs> tips you know, are sure it's not are. from like 35 yards out. This is like a 27-yard field goal. I will tell you, I mean, I'm not a kicker, but I feel like a really close kick like from one of the hashes is probably pretty difficult because the hashes uh-huh. are so far out. Yeah. Well, because you got to kick it at such an angle. It's not a straight-on yeah. shot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> there you have it. And North Carolina was at Notre Dame, who's favored by three and a half, and they won 44-34. to 34, So, uh, good job this- keeping uh, Cincinnati's good win uh, up there. <laughs> Is this Was this Puffy Jacket week for um, Mac? Oh, I don't know. I've seen a picture of him in a Puffy Jacket. I, I know that he was upset this last week because apparently it's the media's fault that they thought North Carolina was good, so he was asked <laughs> about that. And did not like... Uh, I don't, Rat poison. Apparently, he's he's upset that like the in being asked about being underwhelming and stuff. Good, we are. I'd be on a plane by now. <laughs> I got a plane to catch. All right, see you later. All right, your game. Oh, hold on. Your sorry, not not quite your game of the week. Your uh, Penn State of the week. Your your state solid. games. Uh, so Penn State was at Ohio State. It was favored by Land eighteen and a half. Grant game of the week. Land That's Grant right. week. Gate what? Hello? Land Grant University's game of the week. Hello? <laughs> your your Cowtown University's game of the week. Uh, That's probably true. It is probably true. Um Ohio State was fair by 18 and a half. They won 33 to 24. I finished out it. watching this game very drunk at the brewery across the street. Um it was uh I don't really remember a ton other than that this <laughs> game. Well It was closer for a lot longer than it should have been. Yes, I, like. uh, I the the night finished after I think like six to eight drinks ish. Uh, there was a sixty five percent bourbon that the uh, bartender go. got out for us, and that was We're the one. Extending the Georgia corner It's like the Andy's this isn't like even a Georgia corner. corner. Is the bourbon corner worse than the Georgia corner? I don't know. <laughs> well, it was a know. local bourbon, sixty five percent. Oh, you can't call bourbon from Ohio bourbon. 
Oh. It's not from Kentucky. We're going to get all nerdy and shit about it. All right, anyway. So the the game, I, I felt like the, the game was uh, way closer than it should have been from my perspective. Ohio State was playing with their food a lot. Penn State, um, no uh, offense to our Penn State uh, live listener here. Uh, they're, they're not great, and Ohio State should have beaten them by more than they did. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. Two, two, two listen, things. Listen. Listen. Two things. If Sean Clifford was healthy for Illinois and Iowa, they win both those games. I believe that. Especially Illinois. Iowa, we can give that loss. But if Sean Clifford plays and is healthy in that Illinois game, he played it, but he was not who he is in that game. They win that game. Surely he would have gotten one of those 18 two-point conversion tries. That Sean Clifford could barely walk during the Illinois game. The fact they played him, well, I've seen their backup, so the fact they played him, they had to. But he could barely... But the other thing is Penn State every year. I feel like Penn State plays us how we play Michigan, where every year all they lead up to is like we a high state game, high state game, high state game, and they give us their best shot every single year. And I mean, if we look at the last three years. I think it was you know outside last year it was one point games, literally one point games. And you know, kudos to Illinois defense. They came in and 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 played or not Illinois, sorry, Penn State's defense. They came in and and played uh, really well. They you know they they made the line messy. Uh, they did a lot of good uh, stunts and stuff inside, you know, confusing the offensive line and, and containing Henderson, at least till the second half when he kind of went off. Uh, but, you know, I think we'll get more to this in our game of the week. But, you know, what really comes into play here is you have to convert red zone opportunities. Ohio State was one for five in red zone trips on converting those touchdowns. And, you know, that's not a successful way to win a game. No. Um, you can't get in the red zone and settle for field goals. You said one for five, and that was in a what? A, uh... Well, it's one for five on touchdowns. Point. They converted touch. They got field goals out of those other in four. A, in a nine-point loss. Ooh. So, I mean, if you write, if you convert two more of those, you know, this game's, you know, people look at the score and go, oh, you know, high stake took, took care of business. They had the chance to do it. They just couldn't convert once they got into the red zone. Um, rush defense actually looked good this week. Clifford passed for a lot of yards, but he also threw like over 50 sometimes. Um, but, you know, Penn State played really well. Um, it was a fun game to be at. It was my you know, first game back in the stadium two years. It was, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I got there. I was kind of like emotional about it, right? The band's coming out. It's like something I hadn't seen in two years. It was like this cried. normal, normal tell thing. Again. Cried. Just tell I cried, cried a little bit, you know. All right, there it is. Uh, okay. It's like this thing of like, right? There was this thing that I've done. I've been to every home Ohio State game since 2005. And I haven't been to one in two years. So it was like this thing that was missing from my life. And it was like just to, like this moment. I like mm. to think that the tear coming down your cheek was like when Sean Moreno, like that, that famous gif of him <laughs> with the tear like going down his cheek during the was, national anthem or whatever. It was one, one single huge tear. <laughs> one I, single huge tear. And That's I caught right. it. And then I caught it in my beer and I drank it because it was mostly just booze at that point. That's uh, right. Single tear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So You're know, just State, recycling the booze. <laughs> Penn State played well. High State uh, looked, the offense looked d- decent in the second half. First half was kind of a shit show. Um, but, you know, fun game. Mm. Okay. Um, that might be the podcast name, Recycling the Booze. Um, so your, your game of the week was uh, Michigan, favored by Oof. four, at uh, Sparty. And Michigan State won. They snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. They won 37 to 33. I think I tuned into that game somewhat late, and it was like 
thirty to fourteen, Michigan was winning, and I was like, "Wow, this game's over." Yeah. Nope. Well, no, no, it was not. I should have known better. Uh, it was thirty. <laughs> it was thirty to fourteen midway through the third quarter, uh, and then Michigan kind of, uh, you know, do what they tend to do sometimes, and. Yeah. Uh, uh, how do you say have diarrhea all over themselves? Yeah. I, okay, I just had an epiphany. All right, listen. Listen to me. Listen. I'm listening. Listen. listening. Oh Tom Crean is the brother-in-law of Jim Harbaugh. You know the okay. infamous gif of Tom Crean pulling up his pants or whatever, and he's like real like confused or he's focusing or something like that? There no. was a scene late in the game where Harbaugh is just like, where he knows they done fucked up and they lost the game and he's like kind of pulling up on his khakis on his on, on his Lululemon khakis that we talked about last time. <laughs> Tell me that that does not run in the family in some way. So I'm saying that Tom Jim Harbaugh is the Tom Crean of college football and I don't think I'm going out on a limb there. But uh, well yeah, that's why they're both in the same family now. It's exactly right. So it it was just an epiphany that to marry that, someone who reminds her of her brother. <laughs> it was Tom Crean. It was the pants thing, and it was the look on his face when it happened, and uh, just utterly clueless about what just happened or how to fix it. Uh, you know, kind of going back to what I said during the high State game, I Michigan, I forgive me, I forget the exact number. It was either 0 for 5 or 0 for 6 in the red zone and, and settled for, uh, uh, you know, field goals again, and you can't settle for field goals. Like, they were four for four not, field goals, but you can't settle many. for field goals versus good not, teams. Not, not that many field goals. Wait. Yeah, not that many. Are you saying Michigan State's a good team? Maybe. I mean, I mean. Are you saying yeah. Michigan State is a good team? Good, I mean, maybe not great. Maybe not great. I would say Michigan State, and by the way, Kenneth Walker, your seat at the table is ready. We're giving you stakes. That man was on a mission versus Michigan. He had five it, touchdowns. It, it, versus, yeah, I, I've noticed that you still have not answered the question. Versus ver, a very good Michigan defense. Kenneth they, Walker feasted. Sparty is, I would say, limited in what they can do against top teams on offense when you're that I, reliant on a quarter on a running back who is say, no doubt very good. Very good. Maybe you say they're good for a big team? I would say Michigan State is as good as Kenneth Walker is. That's so exactly Walker sure. Yes, is bad. Yeah. They're bad. If Kenneth Walker is great, they're great. Like that's it's how also, as he goes, they go. Like, is it like Michigan State wins when they play Michigan State football? Let's yeah. say that. Let's say that a team, a good defense, knows that Kenneth Walker is their whole offense and is able to stop them. Is Sparty a good team? Michigan tried that. They didn't. They they still couldn't. That like. They he broke so okay. many tackles. He was so good in that game. All right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was just like really cold, and so it was hard to tackle. I mean, like you said, he had five touchdowns, but like multiple ones were like, wow, like oh shit, he he's broke the line and four yeah. yard touchdown runs. I mean, it's, no, he he is good. I, I he don't... had two hundred yards. That, yeah, I think they're good. It's, they it's were not, not a situation where he got to the goal line five times and then had like five one yard runs. Well, he's he's if they lose. In, in the latter half of the season, I don't think it's his fault. Like he is a legit great running back. Um, but I think that in the playoffs, you're going to need more than, well, than sure. just that probably. But, but right. If he, yes. he can go off at anyone, I think, I think Kenneth Walker is, can, can match up against any defense in the country and, and, and have success. 
you know, like your some success. I mean, there are people of off days, uh, but I think that, you know, he's he's probably the best running back in the nation, if not one of the top three players in the nation. He is that good. He's he's good. Um, I guess before we get off, I I had like I had a thought and I wanted to kind of touch back since we had this as a game of the week and, you know, it was a game of the week. I actually did watch almost most of it and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. You know, I didn't really have. Well, I was about to say I don't really have a team I was pulling for. I was pulling for Michigan State. Um, but we would all agree that was a was a real good game and worthy of game of the week, right? I mean Yeah, it was fun. It's definitely good. Yeah. Close. Uh do you mind if I like quickly call off the previous games of the week that we've had this year and see if any even remotely were close to this? Okay. 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 First week, Clemson, Georgia. Okay. Wow. That was yeah, a good game. It's a was close it? game? It was close. That one was good. It was good. Right. I enjoyed watching it. All right. Uh, next was Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa won. 27. I don't, I don't remember it at all. Yeah, yeah we're going to remember none of these games. That was El Asico. But yeah. I mean, I know what it was, but I don't remember okay. it. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll do this faster. Uh, next week was Auburn, Penn State. Penn State won 28 20. Supposed That's to be a good game. game at the time. It was pretty good. Was it as good? Michigan, Michigan State. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We were the... the games of the week. I mean, we didn't get to. We didn't have the option to picking of picking Michigan, Michigan State that week because it wasn't a, the game. It wasn't there? Week. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame, Wisconsin. Notre Dame, forty-one thirteen. Ah, uh, that was not probably not a good game. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Uh, next was Ole Miss, Alabama. Probably not, not very good. I, I can tell you no. Uh, Penn State, Iowa. It was close, twenty three twenty. That was a good game. Sure. Penn State. It's big, bigs. Bigs having a good year. Last one. Uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Probably not a good game. I mean, from my perspective, it's good, but from everybody else's, probably not. And I'm pretty sure I got all of them. Did I miss? Did I skip a week? It was Kentucky, Georgia, the week before the last? I don't think so, but maybe. Eh. All right. Maybe? I thought it was. I thought maybe I'd get some content out of it, but it sounded like no one cared. So, sorry. Well, I mean, it's fine. It's uh, yeah. The the problem is we're going on the information we have at the time, and sometimes you think that Wisconsin's like uh, that. What's it, Mertz is actually a good quarterback, and you think Penn State's uh, not going to trip over their own dick, and you think Iowa oh. might actually be like Iowa, Iowa might, might actually be competent. That we can look at with. With glasses, that's like Clemson and Iowa's an offense. You're looking from nine thousand yards away. I think I see an offense, and then you get closer. Oh shit! It was a mirage. And that's not an offense. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We we go we go by what we got at the time. Uh, yeah. we, we might look back and and say Michigan and Sparty was was shit at the end of the year. But as of so right now, it looks we, pretty if decent. Go by what, if we go by what we have at the time. Why are we worried about like the future with the playoffs? Because we don't know it yet. Because we have to have something to talk about, like everybody does. So I don't know. I'm not really that worried about it. But let's talk about um, the uh, turd. Your turd. We had speaking of some of those games that were featured in games of the weeks previously. We've got um, Iowa and Wisconsin was favored by 
I'm sorry, both both Iowa and Wisconsin were in previous games of the week. So that's right. So Iowa, Wisconsin. So we know more about these teams, and we know that this game is asked. So Wisconsin was favored by three and a half. They won twenty-seven to seven. So Iowa could only put up seven points. Oh, what a juggernaut! That's that's uh, good for them. Yeah, that's a lot. Was it like six sixes or what? Might need to pace themselves. They might get worn out. Uh, your Pac-12 after dark game of the week was UCLA at Utah, and they were favored by six and a half. They won forty-four to twenty-four. Let's uh, hurry up and remember get to when, this week's games. Remember when Chip Kelly was going to save his job in the first two weeks of the season? Yeah, Not maybe so we much. To, maybe it we is amazing to... how much we vastly overrated LSU for no damn reason. <laughs> maybe we need to yep. stop making uh, spur of the moment decisions after like a couple of weeks, and maybe wait until later in the year before we start crowning people as Coach O got himself fired, someone extended, and then retroactively also fired. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. Uh, this week's games. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, tonight. We had, um, and this is recording on Wednesday night, we got Central Michigan at Western Michigan. Uh, we had some action last night, but uh, we got some more tonight. Uh, so we got this, and Western Michigan's favored by nine, and that was at seven on ESPNU, and uh, game is currently ongoing. Also, Thursday, we got Georgia State at Louisiana Lafayette, favored by 12 at 730 on ESPN. Uh, Okay. give you something to watch friday we got uh some acc action and pac 12 we got virginia tech favored by three at boston college at 7 30 on espn2 i'll watch that i will be the only one of us four so i'll let you guys know how it goes i'd probably turn it on and have it second screen sure yep. yeah I, th- I think it said that like starting a couple of days ago there's going to be football every day until like thanksgiving so there's, th- there's something on every night Yep, and tomorrow night you got uh, options time from, of the year. from dinner time until you go to bed. So you got Utah favored by eight at Stanford at ten thirty on FS1. So there's your Pac-12 after dark game for Friday. Uh, moving over to Saturday, we got in uh, a lot of these teams we're going to keep in here just so we can keep tabs on uh, on our own teams because I'm selfish. Uh, Missouri yeah. Georgia is favored by thirty eight at uh, noon oh, on ESPN. Come on, so man. tune into that if you want to watch murder. Um, nope. I think that I, I I didn't do a lot of research into that one because I don't really need to. But I think that Missouri actually gave up like 400 yards of rushing to Vanderbilt or someone like that. That's, uh, that, that can't be possible. It, it was Vanderbilt or like Tennessee or something. So uh, uh, this this might be there might be a stain or just a crater where Missouri used to be when this game's over with. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that game goes. You say, like, you say Missouri's at the bottom of a crater like Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, sure. Something something like that. I I, I didn't watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z, so I'll just... Millennials. I'll smile and nod. Um, Ohio State was favored by, uh, or is favored by 15 and a half at Nebraska at noon on Fox for your big nude Saturday. Uh, Andrew. I'm, I'm scared shitless of this game. No oh, one dude. has been good oh, at... No one's been as good as defeating Nebraska as Nebraska. They've lost okay. every game by a score. Uh, okay. I, this game, games by this ga- we always play very poorly after Penn State too. This game scares the ever living shit out of me. It's at Nebraska. This oh is boy. a scary, scary game. Okay, do we need to get some table week. pizzas? We may need to get some napkins. I have napkins on standby for Saturday. Hold on. Uh, do we need to do we need to get some table pizzas for Saturday? There's no table pizzas around here. Can we find we need some places? We need runs. Us. Can we find a place that makes pizza as big as the table? I don't Listen, know. 
Listen, if Nebraska much, beats Ohio State, Andy will try Skyline. How much cabbage? I've had Skyline before. I don't want to eat it again. Oh, God. What, what? Sorry. What'd you say? I was, I was all I could think I, of was, was Skyline. When we were talking about table sized pizzas, I was seeing a table sized Runza. How much oh, cabbage? Oh, God. Become, how much cabbage do you need to make a table sized? An entire runza? field of, of cabbage. Probably wouldn't uh, shit for I like a week after you eat that. Yeah. All right. This game scares me though. So we maybe sit here next week and I may be very sad. All right. Yeah. Get your napkins and your uh, Sharpies or whatever you're going to use on those uh, ready to go. Pittsburgh is favored by 21 at Duke at 12 on ACC network. Um, only That's mentioning this because of Pitt. Uh, oh. Duke sucks. Uh, Auburn is, uh, is at Texas A&M and actually hold on. We're going to come back to that one. I forgot to, I copied and pasted that. That's uh, we'll talk about that one later. Uh, Baylor is, uh, oh, yeah, Baylor is favored by six and a half, and that's at TCU. Uh, Gary Patterson lists uh, TCU at three thirty on Fox. So there what, you go. What, what will it look like? Will it be as sweaty? Probably not as sweaty. Um, and I feel sorry for whoever the uh, local, um, local. What, what do you call it? Like laundromat is, or whoever takes care of his oh, his shirts. A joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. I said he was going to put three laundromats out of business on TCU's campus alone. Oh, man. All right. Sorry. All right. Uh, Oklahoma State, aka OK Light, favored by three at West Virginia at 330 on ESPN. We could have got it was either that or the game we're going to get to later as our game of the week. Um, it's hard to tell how good OK Light actually is, but uh, it is a close. Not it is, good. I, I don't ESPN, think that they're good. ESPN's picking these game of the weeks. I smell the bias. I, I just don't think that I see this one as being like is we, we had our flashbacks of our games of the week and whether we think that those were good, good games or not. I don't think that we're going to look back on this as being a good game. That's why I didn't go with this one. Although I'm not super sold on this, on the one we went with, but whatever. Um, LSU at Alabama is February 28 and a half woo, at seven on ESPN. So I don't know if I've ever seen that big of a spread for that game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I see that, and I'm like, I, my my mind thinks back to just the decade of of tough games with LSU. I yeah. can't let myself believe that actually might be real, but yeah, I mean, um, they're they're not good, and they're like, they're they're coached by no one. I mean, they're they're coached by less than what. They have. Wow, wow, that's a large man. Hey, he is he a large man. Large man, he's empty. I also would not want to get in a, a fight with that man. I think that that man has some uh, some Cajun old man strength. That oh, man yeah. is no. full of Boudin, and you know it. Yes, I mean he and he Fireball, is, or something. He is, he is a retired defensive lineman, so I mean it's he's yeah. that guy's mean that, as shit. That, that, kind of, that kind of strength doesn't really go away. No, that that kind of strength, like you you, you get punched once and it's lights out. Anyway, um, so I, I would say this: I think Alabama is going to win easily. I do think that twenty eight and a half is too much you for that game. Hold Okay, or we'll hold on to that thought. Uh, we'll come back to that one then, I guess. Uh, Tennessee at Kentucky, favored by two at seven on ESPN two. We're talking about Why this one because here? it's two. Yeah. It's two points. It's a halfway decent spread. Kentucky's ranked. Kentucky's ranked. We don't. Oh, wait, care. are they really? Yeah. Okay. At least in the you'll playoff. Know, you'll notice who manually typed in using Andy's same logic. Kentucky is only ranked to like lift up Georgia as like their best win of the year. Well, and you think that Mississippi State should be ranked because they're no. because they played Alabama? Okay, 
Anyway, Florida favored by 18 at South Carolina. Why is this one on here? Tell me because, why it's on here. Because, because what if South Carolina beats Mullen after this last week? That's Who why it's cares? on here. Why you're putting it on there? We yes. don't care, though. That's it's the difference. Like, like, yeah, Do you no, want to see care, a body? I, mean, I have to assume you'll leave it no, on here. So I don't. Also, hold on. This is at South Carolina at nighttime. They're going to be don't playing care. fucking Sandstorm, waving their don't dumb care. white towels around. Right, Tom? Don't care. They're going to be yeah, waving those white towels. I'm not going to watch this game. I might watch this game if it's close because no, I would why? love mo- nothing. Because it's Florida. It's my rival going down there to get get their pants pulled down Alabama by a shitty South Carolina. Team. South Carolina no, has a not. Clemson level offense, but without an elite defense to go with it. I mean, they're not going to score, man. Well, I don't know if Florida can at this point. Anyway, uh, Texas at Iowa state fared by six and a half at seven thirty on FS one. So, uh, there you go. Uh, Texas is not back, I guess. Um, San Diego state's fared by, uh, seven and a half at Hawaii at 11 on FS one. Everybody loves San Diego state. Uh, lately, that's why that's why this is on here. Michigan State is favored by three at Purdue. Don't know what yeah. time that's on. You could check that out. ABC. Okay, three thirty ABC. Yeah, I guess it could be watching for a letdown game. I imagine it's is this on a future? I have no minute? desire to watch this game. Why no the hell is knows. that only three points if Michigan State's actually any good? Right. What did because they know? because Vegas and the college Vegas knows that Sparty's not that have great. different ideas of how good Michigan State is. What do they know? They know that Michigan State's not that great, and they're going to have a letdown after a rivalry game last week. I know that Purdue has good passing offense. Okay. Okay. Just saying. How's their rush defense? Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, might matter. It might. If you've got a Heisman uh, quality running back on the other team that just cut five touchdowns. He's going to get his no matter what. Sure. Okay. All right. Your game of the week. We got Auburn at Texas A&M. It's favored by four and a half at 3.30 on CBS. So, Barner's uh, got to go uh, out there. I mean, it has the potential of being a crazy game. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bo doing both things, and A&M has gotten better. Um. And, I mean, Auburn is said to be still in control of his destiny. And if Auburn does some things, uh, Texas A&M could be back in it. So, I think conceivably both of these teams could represent the SEC West uh, if things shake out certain ways. It, yeah, it's, it, it's a lot cloudier in the West than it is in the East. Well, the yeah, the East is, East is already locked up. Is, yeah, Georgia, the East yeah. is sunshine and... No, the East uh, Georgia already made the SEC. They already won the right. SEC East. It's this clear. Last it's clear. It's not cloudy. Thursday. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's your your game of the week. A uh, and uh, I don't know. I, I think that yeah, four hours of Gary Danielson talk about Bo Nix. I mean, That's more right. And Jimbo and whatever the atmosphere at Aggie, and maybe they'll talk about like piss jar or semen, whatever uh, those jars are. Whoa, well, come Sweet, sweet. Swing in the stadium and, and midnight yell and, and jump uh, cars and grabbing their nuts and stuff and just kissing the- their person next to them and burning uh, bonfires and getting like twenty people. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Aggie. Aggie's great. Um, I, I I love that we brought them into the SEC. They they really bring a lot to the conference. Um, 
anyway, so th- this is an interesting game. I feel like it would be a slightly more crazy if it was going to be at Auburn, but it's going to be at Aggie. Um, I don't know if they have the, the level of crazy in the soil there that uh, Auburn has. But. I mean, it, it gets kind of, if the crowd's into it, it it's, it's, A&M has a crazy uh, crowd if they're into it, if the, if the game's actually a good game. Well, we'll see. We'll see if it's good. Uh, it, it's it should be a decent game. There, there's a few good games this week, so enjoy the football. We got your turn of the week, Iowa. Uh, favorite by twelve. We got Iowa again in the turn of the week, but it's kind of you could just pencil them in. So Iowa favored by twelve at Northwestern at seven on Big Ten Network. Entering a black hole where no offense can escape. Yeah, do you think that Iowa can score twelve points on anyone? It is void of all offense. <laughs> I don't know. I would never take that money because the yeah the suction of this off of this may be so great that it may impact the Purdue and Michigan State game from proximity. <laughs> oh, it's like a black hole. So it's yeah. just okay. it's just sucking in everything around it. Oh man, it's it's like it's you can't tell it's there, but you can tell that it's there from how other things are reacting to whatever is there. You yeah, knew three hours ago that that black hole exploded, and then it's going to happen over in West Lafayette again. Oh, boy. Is it close to the to, to Nebraska? How, how far away are we? Chicago? Northwestern <laughs> Chicago, yeah. How far? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, boy. Well, you know, it's a, it's a black hole, so any, anything could happen. Maybe they could I just mean, destroy all life as we know it, and we could blame I mean, Iowa if, football for if, that. If, if you lit Lake Erie on fire uh-huh. and it goes out on its own magically, mm-hmm. then it's probably a black hole. Well, if it if it goes out on its own, that means it's burned off all the oil. It's just gone now, so no, it's just water No, if, it, if the oil was still there, it would just keep burning for 20 years. I don't know. Might, black, I mean, hole, black hole is the answer. Might just burn off. I don't know. Um... All right, so your Pac-12 after dark game of the week, we got USC at Arizona State, favored by eight and a half, and that is at ten thirty on ESPN. That game will be fun. Sure. Your, uh, we got any questions, Andrew, this week? Uh, we have uh, a couple. I have to scroll up to them. Hold, please. Uh, a Iowa State fan asks: Bigger fraud, Iowa's offense or Iowa's AD explaining the committee Cincy position? Uh, is there offensive fraud? I feel like we know exactly what it is. I feel like that's true. I think if you said Iowa's ranking at two versus Gary Barda explaining committee Cincy position, that's a better argument. Uh, and I may right. still say I... Iowa's two second ranking. God, that was right. Iowa was ranked two for a second. Oh, yeah. I guess they were. Uh huh. Okay. Well, beat, that's what beating Penn State does to you. Let me tell you. You missed right a question. But, okay. I did? What was it? Uh, from our Libertarian Texas fan. We got, oh, yeah. uh, based on what we just saw with the initial CFP rankings, is the committee setting up the possibility for both the winner and loser of the SEC championship game to make the playoffs? Yes, of course they are. So, well, uh, for context, too, this was also asked prior to the <laughs> committee making their rankings. Yeah. <laughs> so he foresaw into the future, and also yes. Yes. Of course they are. Um, always yes. I, I've already said no because a two loss Alabama team won't get in. But they're setting it up so that if yeah. Alabama yeah. wins, then Alabama, we would both Georgia. be in. Then, yeah. there. So the possibility is there. That's what. That's all he's saying. Um, and as I mean, I could say as usual that we should just not play the SEC championship game and and just because I mean, the usual 
two suspects are there. Why, why don't we just say, yeah, we're we're good. We're just going to hold our hand. I don't want yeah. any more cards. No more it, cards. It, it, yeah. like, everyone else would hate it if we had a rematch. So we ask, just avoid the first game. and Ask uh, uh, TCU and whoever else how that went in 2014. Well, the, the rules are different for for us than TCU. Sorry. That's, that's true. Yeah. forgot. I'm trying to remember what. How that situation turned out. Uh, they didn't play a championship game, so then that was why they justified a high state jumping them. All right, we we have no emails this week. Send us emails to podcast at academicallyineligible dot com. If you they won the, they win the conference, the, like outright or was that the tie? big that was the tie. The Big Twelve said that they tied. All right, I'm looking for the for the pickums. Um, I got the pickums. Opening up the pickums. All right. Uh, all right. Last week, Notre Dame USC. Uh, Tom and the coin pick or UNC. Sorry, Notre. Uh, Tom and the coin picked UNC. You lose. Okay. Um, uh, Georgia and Florida. We said it was a 14 point favorite. Myself and Mike said Georgia would not cover that. Andy, for the first time ever, has gone against his better judgment and picked I, Georgia <sighs> to do something, and he was right. I was. Proud of you. Curse is over. Uh, Man, it goes back to that two minute period. I think we. I would have been right, but. Iowa, Wisconsin. Sure. Everyone picked Wisconsin. Great job. Miami Pitt. We all said Pitt would cover nine and a half points. That did not happen. So I mean, the pattern, the pattern, kind of keeps working a little. I mean, Pitt, uh, Pitt blew their load. You do I it guess. twice the same week. Yeah. For, Florida State, Clemson. I was the only person that Clemson would cover nine and a half points. Go me. And then Michigan, Michigan I, State. Setting. Is it there's that pack to cover? <laughs> Boom. Michigan, Michigan State. Mike and the coin said Michigan State would win. And I did. basically should just get two points because you know I am also the coin, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning last week. Flip from the coin. Mm-hmm. Andy went three and three. Mm-hmm. Mike went three and three. I went three and three. Tom went two and four. Coin went three and three. Bringing your current season standings to in last place, the coin. Twenty four and thirty. Tied for third place, myself and Tom at 28-26. In second place, only down by one game, Andy at 30-24. And And in first place, Mike at 31-23. and Also, if you pick the Vegas favorites, you would currently be 32-22 and in your bets. Which would be a one-game lead. All right, take it this week. I I guess we could go back just to make sure. uh, I guess from two weeks ago, we talked about the coin. Can it make... 500 by the end of the year. I don't know how many weeks we got left. It's still down six games. Can it needs coin... a good week. It needs a, it needs a good week this week. It needs a real good week. It can't. Right. It, it can't go by these three threes. First up, Clemson at Louisville. Clemson is a four-point favorite. Andy, do they win? Oh boy, why is um, this even on here? This is not, wasn't even on the on the outline. I we are independent people. Uh, that is true. He ne- he never consults me. I would tell him not to put this on here. Um, but I am going to say, as as bad as I think Clemson might be this year, Louisville's worse. Uh, give me, give me Clemson, I guess. I don't really have a good. I, I don't have a good idea of this, so I'll just you know be the. I, I'll, I'll still admit the chickenness of, of just picking Clemson as well. Uh, I'm also picking Clemson. Go ahead and put Louisville down for Tom, I think. You know, you know even yeah. if like Clemson has covered once this yeah. year, and it was on that shenanigans last week, 
So, this yeah. Is four oh, points. God. We didn't even talk about that. This well, is four because, points, it on the, because it wasn't on the yeah. thing. That was just... Oh, are you man. picking Tom? Lou, Tom, are you picking Louisville to win? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm picking Louisville. Okay, perfect. Of course. Hold on. <clears throat> I get tails. Tails. Uh, that's Clemson. Kexim. I can't type. Clemson. All right. Up next, we have LSU Clemens. at Bama. <laughs> Bama. Does it have to be the spread? Could it be something that? Is a twenty half and a point fa- twenty eight and a half point favorite. Hello, Tom. Does Bama cover? No, that's a lot of points, man. I'm sorry, I'm not uh, taking yeah. that. I mean, uh, under or something. But... Boy, I was. I feel like I'm really close to saying no, but I'm gonna say yes. I think Bama covers it. All right, I, I'm a no. It's, it's All right, too so... many points. All right, so this is the only time Mike and I are going to get any separation because I'm not going <laughs> to do what he says. So, um, which made me second guess uh, what I was going to pick because Andrew said yes, and Mike <laughs> said no. So, Sophie's choice. <laughs> so, I was leaning towards Bama not doing uh, 28 and a half points, but uh, I think I'm that leaning for a reason, Andrew, Andy. I'm going to go with yes. I mean, if it is yes, then I yeah I lose, but it's also yay for me. Yeah, sure. Right. Oh, I caught that one's left-handed. Tails, tails. No, surprised you didn't Up put next. UGA's thirty-eight point spread in here. Oh, we don't oh, care about that man. game. Up next, we have Sparty at Purdue. Sparty is only a three-point favorite. Does Sparty win, Andy? Um. God, I have I have an answer, and I I'm sticking I'm, with it, no matter what. I I think that this is our. I think we're gonna get some letdown here this week, and I'm I'm gonna go with Purdue here. Damn it! Wow, because that's literally what I was saying. I'm in my mind. It's a letdown game. It's the game after Michigan. I think Purdue wins. Uh, I think I agree that per- I think this game is going to be very close, but I think Michigan State pulls us out and then Ohio- they run to the buzzsaw at Ohio State at the end of the season. Michigan State. Did I say Purdue? Oh, yeah. Michigan State wins. Yeah. They get Michigan State as well. I uh, I don't. Yeah. It's the third Tails in a row. Michigan State. Up next, Texas at Iowa State. Iowa State's a six and a half point favorite. Tom, who wins? Uh, uh, we're, we're, we're doing straight up? Yeah. Uh, I'll do Iowa State. Uh, I've heard a rumor. This is only a rumor. And I've heard this from reliable sources. Sure. Texas is back. Okay. Texas wins this game. Okay. As far as I can tell, as far as I can tell, with Texas, they are like up and down, as if they're on a pole. Um, they like blew a lead last week, <laughs> last week, so they're they're down. They're going up on this pole, Texas. Oh, Ooh. going up and down on that pole. You're saying Texas? Saying Texas. Texas. Trying to get the pipe. Texas. Texas. 
All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm going with Vegas here. Actually, I'm going with Iowa State. There you go, Iowa State. I got a heads on that one. Iowa State. Iowa All right, State. up next, we have USC at Arizona State. Arizona State's eight and a half point favorite. Andy, <sighs> did they cover? Oh, boy. Um, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, oh, shit. No, no, they, they don't cover. Damn I thought we were. I thought you were talking through who who wins. I think Arizona State wins, but don't, doesn't cover. Again, I don't want to be picking the same as Andy. Uh huh. But you I guys was, are you I, guys are different on two games. That's a that's a decent amount of points. I don't really believe in either of these teams, and I think USC kind of blew it last week. So same thought process of as Texas. I don't know if they'll win, but I, I, I don't think the cover for Arizona State happens. So no. You fools! Not mm-hmm. only does Arizona State not cover, USC wins this game in your Lockhart Cole pick. That's the same answers. Yeah, because now that means you, you, you're you on his side for the Lockhart Cole pick. Mm-hmm. That's why you're a fool. Yeah. What you think of that? Are, I'm going to say yes. Are you a fool? Okay. Is this Tom's chance of redemption? I'll have you know me and Tom are different on every single pick right now so the tie will not well it could if we just split yeah what's the point the fourth tails of this uh, alright so no alright last up Okie Light at West Virginia Okie Light only three and a half point favorite Tom who wins I'm going to go with Okie State. Uh, I'm also going Okie State. I think they win convincingly. Did Okie State play last week? Who, who, what happened? Um, it was on the OAN network, so no one saw it. <laughs> um, I don't want to pick Okie State. I feel like I just don't think I believe it was West Virginia. So uh, I guess Okie State. It's there. I've seen it. I've been through it. It doesn't have to exist. We could just erase it. But it's all relative in West Virginia. Got a nice turnpike. Uh, give me Okie Light. Coin. Heads. West That's... Virginia. No clean sweeps this week. None. The pattern will be broken. There's your pickums. Enjoy. Wait, what was your your Lockhart Cole pick? Was USC wins? Yeah, by ten. I thought it was. Oh no, no, no. It was just straight up, straight up. Straight up. Not only does Arizona State not cover, USC wins the game. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Fine. I mean, he he's in control of what games are being picked, and he picked the one that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I feel like that's kind of a weak Lockhart cold pick, but all right. Just that they win the game. Which like, we... they're eight and a half point dogs. 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he didn't mention it, but the Lockhart core pick from last week was Michigan plus ten. I mean, well, I thought they would be, you know, convert red zones. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, your previous week was DJ would 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 be responsible for three TDs. That was also. I was so. almost true. I wish. I oh wish he would have scored one more offensive touchdown. I wish. You got to stop doing anything for DJ this year. Uh, I think. Did we even like figure out if it was possible to count like defensive picks for touchdowns? I was going count? to. I didn't. I didn't clarify. I said he was going to be responsible for three touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Um, so that that is it for the pickums this week. We've uh, talked about emails, of which there aren't any. Send us to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. If you have updates on uh, on your own personal assembly line, uh, how things are going there um and whatnot um or any other questions or concerns you may have about the state of college football or the playoffs or cincinnati deserving to be in the top four and uh they're not send uh, those questions I mean, slash feedback personal in. email cincinnati stan at gmail.com that's right i'm sure somebody actually does have that email and uh, it's probably somebody named stan. stan yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's eating skyline chili right now actually uh, it's stancinati at gmail.com he's got he's got a damn like he's got his recliner and like a tv tray and he's uh-huh. got he's got yeah. a, a a plate of skyline spaghetti uh, slash yeah. chili there three way god disgusting great all right anyway tune in next week for another episode of the academically ineligible podcast peace Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.